our top story. Our top story, Catherine McDonald is on the line, our crime specialist covering the court appearance by Nathaniel Vertman this morning. Uh, and a new, uh, pardon me, Veltman, pardon me, uh, and uh, the uh, the re- the new news that we're going to have terror charges laid. Uh, welcome, Kath. Hi, Alan. How are you? I- I'm good, thanks. So tell me, just kind of give me a play-by-play. What happened here, and how did we we get the news that the terror charges are coming in? Well, we did hear last week from London police that the RCMP was looking into additional charges, and this morning. In fact, uh, there's, a, there's a charge that is like murder terrorist activity, and this charge has only been laid three times in Ontario. And uh, this morning they announced that uh, the four counts of first-degree murder and one count of attempted murder in relation to the Assal family now constitute an alleged act of terror. So uh, federal prosecutors have to prove that uh, the reason he targeted this family and what uh, London police say was a hate crime against Muslims was because he was trying to inflict uh, terror uh, in, on that community, which, given what I witnessed uh, last week of being there for two days, people uh, in that community are afraid. And so that, that's the definition of terror. Um, this is significant in that, speaking to one expert, he says, you know, traditionally, uh, people who are of color are charged with mm. uh, a terror charge. And he said, this, this sends a message to the broader public that no one uh, will be immune. And the other cases where we've seen this in Ontario, um, a couple of years ago, there was a murder uh, at a at a spa in Toronto, and uh, it was a young man who was charged. And after he was charged with the murder, it later came out that uh, he was allegedly inspired by the incel movement. And then there was another homicide that I covered where a man um, just walked up to a woman and, and attacked her with a hammer in Scarborough, also in the last couple of years. And uh, again, police laid this terror charge in relation to that case. We don't know what information police have as far as uh, Nathaniel Veltman's, um, you know, what group he was involved with. But one expert I spoke to said it's likely an alt-right group. Um, you know, traditionally, these charges have been laid in relation to al-Qaeda. Um, and so it's good. He said it's good to see that police are now using this in, a, in broader terms and telling people that no matter what group you're inspired by, uh, if, it, if it constitutes we will be prosecuting it that way. Yeah, when it was initially brought in, the the entire act was really aimed, was really the, was the con- concept of it was looking at Islamic terror, and now we have the reality of homegrown terror and white supremacist terror. Uh, Stephanie Carvin, who's an associate professor of international affairs at Carleton University, has said the following about uh, terror charges, and she's a terror expert that the terrorist activity must be committed in whole or in part for, quote, political, religious, or ideological purpose, objective, or cause. That's one element. There's three elements in all. There has to be an intent of intimidating the public or a segment of the public, and there has to be an intent to cause death or serious bodily harm. Those, have to, those are apparently the, the three elements of a terror charge. And I think just from, you know, observing from my position, it seems like all three are applicable here. Yeah, I mean, without a doubt. And the fear in that community is some, and not just their community, but other communities around the country is real. That, uh, you know, if you uh, wear religious attire in this case, that you could be uh, targeted in, a, in, a, in an attack with a pickup truck. And, and that's terrible and terrifying. And, you know, any other minority group or could be targeted in, in a similar fashion by someone who is inspired by, uh, you know, a group that is targeting 
a minority, you know, and in Manassian, he was never charged in relation to the incel attack. And that was the van attack. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, since then, people, you know, we did see that charge with the spa where the, uh, allegedly the, the guy walked in and made some utterances that gave the police the ability to lay that charge that has yet to go before the court. Um, Kath, did it, we it, did we ever get a did we ever get a an explanation in Manassian like we have these two incel incidents and why Manassian would never face terror charges? You know, I can't remember exactly what what happened, but you know, if you read the judgment from uh, from her honor, who who she she isn't even convinced that he was uh, inspired by the incel movement because if you remember during his lengthy interview, he gave. He gave many reasons for why he, he carried out the attack, and then later with psych- psychiatrists, he spoke about the, you know, how he like he wanted the infamy, and so it wasn't clear, in fact, that that was what motivated him. That was one of many explanations he gave. So I, prosecutors may not have had enough evidence to charge him with that at that point. Right, they might have not had that first of the three things that I talked about about the political, religious, or ideological purpose. Like they mm-hmm. may have not been able to, to to fix to that. So that may have been with Manassian. Uh, it, interesting that this is just the third time in Ontario um, that this has been applied. Yeah, it's, it's very new, and it's and it's you know it's the fact that I, I asked um, this expert. I said, why you know politicians called it terror a week before or you know six days before the charge was laid, and he said, well, they can say that, and that's something that is going to be popular with you know society, but that doesn't mean that the charge can be laid. They can they can make that allegation. But the threshold is very high for federal authorities to lay that charge. So, um, you know, we couldn't say it was uh, an alleged terror act, even though politicians were saying that. We had to attribute it. Now we can say police believe this was an act of terror. And uh, it should be interesting to see if they can prove these charges. Tell me more about the appearance today. Uh, Anything different from Friday or yeah, it was Friday. He was last up. You know, he's he's at the Essex Middlesex Detention Center in London. He's wearing an orange uh, prison-issued outfit. It's not a jumpsuit. It's a top and pants. He's wearing a medical mask. He shows no emotion. He says his name is Nate Veltman, and he says his date of birth. He does not have a lawyer. And, um, you know, today he was also told he can have no contact with the nine-year-old boy who survived, the orphan. So there's a long list of people he cannot have contact with. I believe one is also his mother. And as you know, last week we reported on the fact that he, in divorce documents, uh, he had a, he really had a, he was upset with his mother uh, because of the divorce that happened in 2016. And even as a result of that, he, he was basically had a lawyer who said he could, he was no longer under her care. Uh, so there was a falling out with his family. Clearly the father did put out a statement last week saying he was utterly shocked by the allegations um, and by what had happened. Uh, but so it's, it's unclear whether he is, does have anyone to talk to or is, and I'm guessing he's likely in segregation in that, in that jail. Kath, I'm looking forward to your story tonight. Uh, always appreciate you taking some time to come on. Thanks again. Thanks for having me. Happy birthday Kath- to your son. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. That is Catherine McDonald, who is our crime specialist here at Global News. You can watch her story tonight on Global News at 530 in